Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the Pivot Podcast. We are at the end of season two. We did it. We season made two, it. episode 24, the one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. I've been waiting. You know, season two is not as good as I thought. No, it definitely, it sits differently with me now after the slow rewatch where I'm like, oh, okay, I have a very like tainted view of season two. <laughs> I think I had a very biased view because one of my favorite episodes of this of the show the one with two parties is in season two but i'm Mm -hmm. like you know season two is not that good no i I mean it's not as good as i thought no definitely not and one of my favorite episodes uh, is the one with the prom video yeah i love that episode and i it's like one of the only things i like about this season yeah so we have brought we have a few things to to get out of the way before we get into the actual season finale um this is the final episode of the season, but we're going to be taking a bit of a hiatus. We don't yes. know for how long. At least a few months. At least a few months. Obviously, I am pregnant and having a baby yep. in the beginning of January. So maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maternity leave starts early. Yes, we're going to we're going to take it. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll give you guys some uh, some time to go back and re-listen. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to our Instagram. We're going to be going through and giving you guys some suggestions of some of our favorite episodes that we've done from season one and season two of the uh, of the Pivot Podcast. I can talk, I promise. I know. <laughs> yeah, so just pay attention to Instagram, honestly. That's probably where we'll just announce when we're coming back. I'm due in January, so it'll be sometime after then. Yeah. Just taking a little bit of a break, giving ourselves some time to breathe and then bring you guys some season three. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've I already started season three because this just rolled over and I was like, oh, it is so hard not to have it on in the background. I, I know. I don't think I realized how much I did use it for comfort and background noise until this. I'm like, dang. So I've really leaned on all the others. Will and Grace, mm-hmm. Modern Family. I just started rewatching again. If it's on TV, I will watch it. Oh. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't so, have TV, so I don't. This is this is our final fa- our farewell for a little bit. Yes, it's see good. you later. We'll see you later. Not goodbye forever. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some season two stats and re rankings to do. Yes, yes. Okay, so as far as stats go, best friend and frenemy. Mm-hmm. So can you guess who our best friend of the season is? Rachel or Monica? Rachel. Yep. Which rightfully so. Guess who's second? Monica? No. <gasps> oh, Ross? Ross. Oh. Monica's not even kind of close. Oh, okay. I can see because now after going back and looking at rankings and thinking about the episodes in the first half of the season, it I see Ross's trajectory. <laughs> well, it he's very polarizing. I was reflecting. I was like, he's very polarizing. So Either he much. had a great episode or he had a terrible episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's not until the last couple of episodes where he's so ancillary. You're like, oh yeah, there's Ross. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I'll read him. <laughs> one, one surprised me. Do Can you guess who's our third best friend? This surprised me. Phoebe. Joey. Oh, that does. It like, surprised sem- me. That does semi surprise me. Cause I feel like Joey isn't one of our like 
ones we like, but he had a good season, I would say, for him. Oh, good job, Joe. So I'll go down the way. So Rachel is our best friend. Mm -hmm. Ross, Joey, Chandler, and Monica were tied. Oh. Phoebe is at the bottom. Yeah. And guest. And guest. And guest. Edna mode. Um, my, so my best friends were, my best friend was Ross. I'm shocked. I must've picked some good episodes with him. I guess. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, your best friend is Rachel. That doesn't shock me. Then Ross. Okay. Yep. So my best friends are Ross, Rachel Chandler, Monica, Joey, Phoebe, and guest. Mm -hmm. Your best friends are Rachel, Joey. No, Rachel, Ross, Joey. You, you get a lot. Phoebe guest Chandler Monica. You did not like Monica this Ooh, season. That's surprising. You didn't like her. Yeah. You're you're uh, sandbagging I, Monica. I did sandbag Monica. I think she does get on my nerves a little bit this season. She's just a little too neurotic. It's not funny neurotic yet. There's like a cute neurotic Monica that comes out later in the series that I really enjoy. Yeah. That she's not there yet for me. Season I want to say Season four and five. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Okay, so you want to know who our top frenemy is? Yes. Can you guess? A berry. No. No. Oh. Of the friends. Of the friends. <sighs> our top frenemy. Ross. Ross. Has to be Ross. By a landslide. Yeah. He got a total of 14, and then the next person isn't even close with eight. Oh, my God. It's almost <laughs> double. Oh, I- I was going to say poor Ross, but no. Can you guess who the second person is? Joey. No. Really? He's at the bottom of the front of me list. Monica? Yeah. Wow. I guess that makes sense. Like if she's like lower on the friend or yeah. on the best friend scale, then Didn't yeah. have some good moments. Yeah. There's just Monica is like on the slightly more annoying scale this season. Not on the Ross end, obviously. Yeah. So it go. And can you guess who are least frenemy is rachel yeah yeah has to be it's which is interesting because when you think about like the core characters of ross monica rachel or who were meant to be the core characters mm-hmm. they really like ross and monica these first two seasons i mean the second season rachel's the only like core character that really like shines right so it's, it's interesting so frenemy from highest to ross monica phoebe <laughs> guest i think we had a lot of like good guests but the like frenemy guests yes chandler joey rachel yeah okay yeah my biggest frenemy is ross yep. he is my biggest frenemy and my best friend isn't that bizarre that is really bizarre then joey i didn't i didn't uh joey and phoebe were tied for me that monica right. chandler guest and rachel yeah that sounds right for you <laughs> for you Ross, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Monica, which makes sense. <laughs> Guest. You gave a lot of guests uh, some noms. Rachel Chandler, Phoebe, Joey. I think that's why I said Barry, because I knew that I yeah. gave a lot of guest frenemies this season. Rachel Chandler and Phoebe are all tied for you. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Interesting. It's very, very interesting. I know it's going to change so much next season. Yeah. Ross still might be in front of me. Yeah. So I had a roommate with the sleeves of the Friends DVDs in college. But for whatever reason, I had like, she had two of the season three, like sleeves. Yeah. 
So I, I just took it all the time. So I watched season three a lot. It's a good season minus like one disc. Yep. I always skip one disc and mm-hmm. we will get there. But so I know if these rankings are going to be so different. And so I'm excited. Um, you want to talk about sandwich ratings? Yeah. Very, very average season. I was looking back at season one. Season one was much more higher ranked than season two. I believe that. So for season for season um, two, we gave the most threes out. Mm. 18 threes. And then we gave 17 fours. Eight twos. Wow. Yeah. And then three fives and zero ones yeah versus season one we gave five fives out yeah they're just 23 fours 13 threes seven twos yeah i really think that this like it's not that it's a bad season it's not a bad season it's just it it hits different and there's it's too much I think it's because it's too much of the Ross Rachel crap. I was just going to say there's just I was going back and looking at my rankings and I was like, wow, I forget how many episodes there are. So from season one or from season two, episode one, all the way down to when Ross figures out that Rachel has feelings for him. It's seven episodes. Mm -hmm. So for seven episodes, you're strung along and then you're still fucking strung along for multiple episodes because they don't get back together for an additional seven episodes. So half of the season is them. Will they, won't they? Yeah. And that irritated the hell out of me. (laughs) And I think just again, going back to that, like Ross, Rachel dynamic, you know what? I don't love it. Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't want it. No, it's it, it. Give me them in separate relationships all day. Like right. when Rachel's trying to seduce Joshua. Oh my God. In that season whole, four. That is so, so good. Like so they're good. so good, you know, mm-hmm. separate. Yep. I agree. Um, speaking of re-rankings, mm-hmm. I only had two. I had three. Yeah. I think I only had three and it, it, it was all lower. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, where I'm like, eh, I don't think I should have given that one such a high ranking. So my first one was episode, wait, minor episode 16 and 19. Do you have any before that? Yes, I do. Okay, which one? So Baby on a Bus. I gave, okay. I gave it a four. Which episode is that? That is episode six. Episode six. I, I thought that was kind of high. I think that that deserves a three. I don't okay, yeah. think it deserves a four. It's cute. It's quippy. It's a little cheesy. After going back, rereading the recap, I'm like, nah, I think that one deserves a three. So that's the one I'm going to change. I is baby on a bus. message. Yes. Um, I was going through and I was like, eh, you know, some of these, I was like, I could be convinced to maybe change some of them, but I'm, I'm pretty solid in like the one with Phoebe's dad, the one with Russ. I was like, eh, I could maybe think of those as a two, but I'm going to leave them as a three. The one where um which real quick the one oh. with russ i gave a four too i know i was shocked we're so polarized like, that it, it's really funny any, um any others before 16 or 19 no so 16 the one where joey moves out i'm i moved it from a four to a three. Oh, okay interesting yeah why you know i just I think it just, again, like when you look at the grand scheme of things and episodes that I liked and stood out, it just wasn't. It, it wasn't a four material. The one where Joy moves out. No, it wasn't. Interesting. 
Um, because that's the birthday party, right? And like with uh, Monica's dad's birthday. Oh yeah, and I think that that's why I gave it a four because I love that part of it so much. Because I think you gave that it is, a three. Did I give it a three? Yeah. Wait, where am I at? Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did give it a three. Oh, that's why. Is because the rest of it, that part saved it, but the rest of it like sunk it. Yeah. So it evened out for me. That could have been a four. And then 19. Did you have any between 16 and 19? I did not. So the one where Eddie won't go is episode 19. Mm -hmm. And I moved it from a three to a four. Yay. Because I I was like, oh, you know what? Eddie is so great. Like I, he, he deserves a four for that episode. Totally. I mean, the whole part where they convince him that he's crazy because why are this unbelievable <laughs> and he smacks his head it's just he's so good he's for so the good. eddie performance i give it a four yay okay you're gonna be shocked what are you doing episode 20 the one where El- old yeller dies yeah i'm moving it to a two. Oh wow yeah i think that i reflected so much on that whole narrative with phoebe and it really irritated Stupid. me and i was like wow i really hate that whole line so i'm gonna give it a two yeah, I was looking at that one as well. I I could see it as a two. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, I'm I'm gonna put it to a, to a two too. Yeah, you know what? It's just not. It's just not it. It's just so ridiculous and a little unbelievable and just ugh, I don't know. I just the more I thought about it, the more I was just like. I don't think I can get on board with this whole childlike quality of Phoebe not knowing things. I, it no. just doesn't make sense to me. It's too out there. It's dumb. Yeah. So I don't think I had a third one. I think in my head, I was thinking about the fact that I didn't get to rank episode four. Oh, yeah. So I was on vacation for episode four, the one with Phoebe's husband. So Tiana's lovely husband, Graham, filled in and uh, got to rank some stuff. So... I think that for me, I would give that one a four. Wow. I love Steve Zahn Graham so and I, much. I gave it a two and Graham gave it a three. I know. I I love that episode. But I just because I love him and I love the, uh, oh, what, what would you call it? It's like um, basically where he's talking about kind of, oh, I... I Thought it was just a phase in college. And so it was kind of like this. It was the coming out story, but in reverse. In like, reverse, yeah. In reverse from like what you would think. Someone mm-hmm. going from gay to straight. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just love that whole line. I think it's funny. Okay. Bomb drop. That is your choice. <laughs> and you can do what you want with it. <laughs> all in all, interesting to, uh, interesting just on season two. I'm very surprised. Yeah. I, I think... I only gave one five. You gave two fives. Wait, which other one did I give a five to? You gave a five to episode 14, the one with the prom video. And then you yes. give it five to episode with uh, 22, the one with two parties. Oh, yeah. That I, was st- mine. I stand by those. Those good ones to do. Mm-hmm. The prom video one, that is one of my favorite. I love the flashback episodes. Mr. Kato. <laughs> I just, I, I, they're, they're some of my favorite episodes. I think that they're hilarious. So. It's good. Yeah. All right. 
Shall we get into episode 24, the season two finale? Yeah, I'm excited. So our writers are Ira Ungerleiter mm-hmm. and Brown Mandel. Mm-hmm. So Brown has stayed around and Ira is here. And then our director is Michael Lembeck. And then actually a little thing I saw on the credits is Alexa Young is one of the co-producers. Oh, nice. So she's around. And then our original air date is May 16th, 1996. I wonder who Alexa Young is, like, what else she's done. We should do a whole deep dive since we love her episodes so much. I just pulled her up. So she's known for Friends, The West Wing, Ooh. and Grace and Frankie. Oh. Didn't you like that show? I haven't watched Grace and Frankie, but a lot of people recommended it to me. I feel like that's a you show. I could see it because who is that? Is that uh, Lily Tomlin and um, holy crap. You're asking that. Is it Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda. Oh my God. I can't believe I pulled that out of my ass. I can't either. That's impressive. So yeah. So she's Grace and Frankie. Um, trying to, I'm, I'm on her IMDb. West Wing, Friends. She's done a lot. Interesting. Why Women Kill, which I've heard is good. Oh, I've never heard of that. <clears throat> um, it says Sex in the City. She did one episode. Oh. Be yeah. interesting to compare. Yeah. All right, Alexa Young. Nice work. Mm-hmm. Episode recap. Let's start with Joey. He's got a, a s- small little line uh, part here. He's up for a new part and he has to kiss a guy. Mm-hmm. He does it, but the director says he's a bad kisser and he needs to see it again. After a good kiss with Phoebe, she volunteers. What a nice friend. Mm-hmm. The friends think it's an issue only with men. And then he looks at Chandler Ross and they say, hell no. <laughs> Thus, and Joey tries to pursue uh, to get a guy to kiss him all episode. The episode ends with Ross manning up and giving Joey a kiss because he's a good friend, but Joey reveals here he had the audition and didn't get it. So Ross is too late. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good friend, buddy. I love the part where they're going to the wedding and Joey asks where Richard is. He's like, yes. well, I better go say goodbye to him. I know. And he like rushes out. Monica I- need me in the back. <laughs> I think that that is so funny. It's so cute. I I love like in the beginning when Phoebe volunteers to see if Joey's a bad kisser, they just like start kissing in the middle of the coffee shop. Oh yeah. They're totally like making out and nobody's like staring at them other yeah. than the friends. It's like, huh? Okay. And then he tries to take the doll. Oh, <laughs> was that like a, was that like a native American doll? Yes. Like what is the, do what is that doing in their apartment? I didn't notice that until this episode. I'm glad it's like you a native that. American wood figurine. I know. You're just like, wait a second. Why is that there? Also really weird that you're going to take that into your bedroom. I don't know. I it's don't just know. such a weird thing, but it's like, he's like what? Like 14 trying to practice, practice or something? kissing. Oh, I gotta love it. All right. There's Joey. A very bizarre storyline. <laughs> I have so many thoughts on the storyline, but we shall get into it in a minute. On Rachel? Yeah. So Rachel is Mindy's maid of honor. We remember her, Mindy mm-hmm. and Barry. Mindy's marrying Barry. She has to, Rachel has to wear a heinous bubblegum pink bridesmaid dress. At the wedding, Rachel unknowingly walks down the aisle with her underwear hanging out. After confronting Barry and Mindy about the weird responses she gets from guests, Mindy reveals Barry's parents told everyone she went insane from syphilis, and that's why she left him at the altar. During the wedding, there are endless jokes about Rachel running out on Barry, and to quiet them all down, she sings the Copacabana. <laughs> just when you read it that way, it's I know. Just so much more ridiculous. And she sings the Copacabana. What is syphilis? I know it's an STD, right? It is. Um, and it, it's curable, but you can't actually have um, 
you, you can have mental issues from syphilis. Oh, it makes you it makes you crazy. Yeah, it, it can, but it's curable. <laughs> syphilis. Are you looking up syphilis? Yeah. Oh God. And then she sings the Copacabana. Like what? I know that. So that storyline, they kind of like weave it in there very gently, and I'm just like, eh, it's so loose. I get it, but I just don't like it. I I actually like it. Do you? Yeah, I think. Um, I think it's just the, the way that it's written in, in throughout the story, like is really good. I actually really like the writing overall. And I mm-hmm. think directing in this episode really well, it just flowed really well. Mm-hmm. Even though the storylines are so different, like you're just cutting in and out. You're checking in at the wedding. Like I thought it was a really well done episode in that respect. It is very smooth when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the co the Coco Cabana thing. The jokes are funny. Yeah. Like the jokes at the wedding are really funny. I mean, the fact that she sings the Copacabana, I just love. Yeah. Oh my like gosh. it's random to the core, but it's throwing back to when she had to sing the Copacabana in eighth in grade. Eighth grade. And it was so, it was basically like, well, I'm embarrassed then I'm embarrassed now. So might as well sing the Copacabana. Yep. I'm going to face my fears kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, yeah, it is. It, it's ridiculous. But not in like the her storyline is ridiculous, but like in a good way. Like her ass is showing down the aisle, and like, oh my gosh, just the best man is, tries to use like makes a joke about using the same speech, and then Barry's like, oh, who had nine forty five? Which all I kept thinking was nine forty five. That's <laughs> for really, dinner for dinner. That's a really late dinner at a wedding. But I, I um, I don't think that this would happen now. Uh, absolutely not. I'm sorry. But in an alternate universe, if for whatever reason you married Paul or I was marrying Graham, I'm sorry, but there's no way that you would be okay with being a maid of honor in the wedding, at the wedding, at all. Like that is just weird. And it's like Mindy and Rachel are not close. That's true. So it's also really weird that she's the maid of honor. It is weird. It's one of those choices that like, I feel like people don't really make any more of like when you're picking your wedding party, like you're pretty picky. Yeah. I mean, no, I've seen some massive wedding parties and I'm, every time I see a massive wedding party, I'm like, you're going to regret one or two of those. Yep. You know? Yep. Definitely. I don't know. It's just the, it, it's weird. And then those dresses are just... Oh my God. The Pepto-Bismol bride dresses. Uh, the Chandler comments are so brilliant. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't have your sheep. <laughs> so good. She really does look like Little Bo Peep. She does. I have to be standing up there looking like something you drink when you're nauseous. I know. And then the, add the hat in. You're just like, oh God, this is... But like, could you imagine seeing your ex-in-laws like at a, a wedding? I don't know. It's just so uncomfortable. Like there's just, there's no way. There's just no way. It would just be a terrible. I did. It's like Ross's wedding toast. I was like, do I hate this or do I love this? Like oh. it's hilarious. And uh, she did not have syphilis. <laughs> she did just did not love him. Like, <laughs> I so love- to, in summary, <laughs> in summary, Rachel, not have some <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. I think because the more we talk about it now, the more we're giggling. Yeah. I love the part where she's like, What are you saying? Why do you have to add something? Why are you doing it? And yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think that part's really funny. She does a really good you job. You gotta there. love him for setting the record straight, but also just like sit down. You're just like, mm-hmm, dude. And this oh, I saw something that was really interesting. I don't know if we, I put it on here, but um it is really 
bizarre that Monica and Richard would be at their wedding? It's loose. It's a very loose connection because you have to assume, okay, well, Monica wasn't at Rachel and Barry's wedding. Well, so Monica didn't know her. Right. So it wasn't Monica. Because that, that's what I was thinking. It was like, okay, well, Monica might be the connection, and it's not. It would have to be Richard, and Richard maybe knowing the families or what so have loose. you. It's such a loose connection, but they have to place them somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, it's definitely weird. <laughs> the last thing on this is the woman from Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, Dr. Evil's henchwoman is the wedding coordinator. Frau Farbesina. What? Played by Mindy Sterling. Do you recognize that? She's yes. like, okay, ladies, let's go. <gasps> That's Frau Farbesina from Doctor from Austin Powers. Oh my God, I love her character in Austin Powers. Yeah. Stop it. That is like, hilarious. This woman? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Hilarious. I love it. Yeah. The only thing that that dress is doing for Rachel is it snatched her, her waist to the, to the high heavens. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last. Oh no, not last one. Damn, Chandler and Phoebe. Phoebe. So Chandler has a new flame, a mysterious internet woman. Oh, the internet woman calls him out for being defensive, quippy, and she tells him to cut it out. Chandler becomes obsessed with chatting with her, but she reveals she's married and her husband's having an affair. This throws Chandler way off. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is coaching him throughout this whole process. She tells him that he, uh, he needs to meet her because she could be the woman of his dreams. Chandler does, and it turns out it's Janice. Oh my God, it's so cute. I was watching this with Graham, and he goes, isn't it Janice? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so cute. I love that part where she goes, what's HH? And he goes, it means we're holding, holding hands. hands. And she's like, aren't you just the cutest? I think I, I just might I be. I just might be. I think, oh God, there's so many good one-liners from Chandler in this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I think it's adorable. Yeah. He's like, she told me to cut it out, get real. And I did. And they're like, Ooh, creepy. I don't I don't like no this. jokes. Which he still has jokes. Well yeah. But it's like serious Chandler and they're like, I don't think I like this I know. Chandler. My God, Joey, he's like when they're trying to figure out like if he she's actually a woman of like I mean <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Ask her when she's gonna die. Ask her how long she's gonna live. Because like, women live longer than men. <laughs> she's such a fucking idiot. How do you Joey? not fall down more? <laughs> That's a good line. Um, okay. Phoebe's bizarre red mustard brown striped and polka dot dress. Like what the fuck? I thought that that was weird. And it's like, it it like is cut off to make it look like a skirt top, but it's a, actually a dress. It's just funky. It's so bad. It's bad. The cut, like the, the length of it, I like on Lisa Kudrow, but. And her hair's cute, but mm-hmm. it's like, we've gone from one, ex- like, I just don't understand her clothing. It's weird. Remember first season I was pissed off because everything looked like hippie drapes. Oh yeah. So and then baggy. this season there's just kind of like they've changed it to kind of like retro-y colors, patterns. It's like they go from one extreme to the other where it's like really it was ugly. Bizarre. It's like they're trying to place her into like the Woodstock era, but they're doing yes. it in like tacky ways and then some of it's really cute it's like okay very flower childy and i can get on board with it and then it's like tacky shit like that where you're like mustard yellow and brown like no what are you doing Mm -hmm. yeah they're 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 figuring phoebe out and it's not great (laughs) yeah you look like a clown (laughs) yeah agreed um i just thought it was so cute at the end when janice finally gets to the coffee shop and all the friends 
do the oh my god yes so cute that is actually a very romantic moment yeah funnily enough i think it's really like adorable yeah in another alternate universe i could see joey or i could see chandler and and janice being together honestly totally you know totally (laughs) oh now i'm thinking about the alternate universe it would be kind of funny is janice's chandler's one that got away (gasps) oh Or is Chandler Janice's? Are you saying for Janice or for Chandler? I think for Chandler, because I feel like in I feel like one that got away is one that like you break up with, not that like you've been been broken up with. You know what I mean? And Chandler continues to break up with Janice. Could be, but the chemistry with Monica is just it's so good. I know it's a really hard question because Monica and Chandler are so meant to be together, mm-hmm. but like. In an alternate universe, you can see, I can see Monica ending up with Richard and Chandler ending up with Janice. Yeah. I could really see it happening. Yeah. I don't know if she's the one that got away, That she, but she's referenced to another episode. She's the one that could have been. She is the one that could have been. <laughs> right. Speaking of Monica and Richard. Yes. Oh, okay. The heartbreak. Yes. Monica is very in love with Richard, but reveals to Phoebe she's terrified to ask where it's going. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they've defined the relationship. They're, they've done the DTR, but like, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah. Which we'll get into it. Yeah. After bringing the future up to Richard, she realizes he does not want to have more kids. He mm-hmm. has what, like two? Mm-hmm. And he's a grandpa. And he's a grandpa. She tells him they can table this discussion and it's very awkward. Then they attend Barry and Mindy's wedding and try to have avoid the elephant in the room richard realizes how important kids are to monica and says that he'll do it all over again if he has to monica realizes she has to break up with richard because she doesn't want to have kids with someone who doesn't really want to have one devastating oh the heartbreak this is hard i i think oh monica is richard's one that got away absolutely that is the answer to that question absolutely i think that any any lesser person in that situation would have taken Richard up on his offer. His house, his future sounds nice. Selling his practice, moving to France and making French toast. Sounds amazing. Sounds lovely. Yeah. I would, I would (laughs) sign me up. I will be in. I will French toast, French cheese, French wine. I'm in. But I think that there's so much power in what Monica does because she knows herself and she knows that being a mom is one of the biggest things for her. Yeah. And if I, I don't know if I were in that situation, I don't know that I would have heard it of have to. I think a lot of women, probably myself included, would have, yeah, would have just been like, I got the answer. Mm-hmm. Great. He's going to have a kid with me. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know if you watch this show, but do you ever watch Total Divas? The Yeah, the uh, Nikki and Bella. Yeah. I used to watch it a lot. I fell off. So, I don't even know if it's on anymore, but I loved that show. And this screams nikki bella john, john cena. cena oh my god he's like i'll give yes. you a kid if you want one and sh- nikki like, bella is his god away uh-huh. by the way one that got away absolutely so it's just it's one of those things where you're just like i give her so much credit but how hard that choice must have been mm-hmm. for her to have made in that moment i was thinking like it does seem kind of fast no to be having this conversation I mean, at this point, how long have they been dating, I guess? Because a, f- a few months, right? Right. So let's see. The episode that they started dating was 
just before her dad's birthday. Which was the, oh, that was the one that I re-ranked, which was the one where. The one where Joey moves out? The one, it's episode 16. Okay. So episode 16 was, that was in February and now we're in May. Three months? It seems fast, no? It does seem fast. To, to say, which I guess it's fine if you're dating an older person. Yeah, I think. I think actually you probably have to have that conversation if you're mm-hmm. dating somebody that's older that already has kids. You got to be like, listen, I want kids. Do you? Yeah. I take that back. That's an, it's, if it was, a, if it was where the ages were equal, I'd be a little like apprehensive, but because it is with an older person, you have to have that conversation. I mean, I'll even go one further. That is something that I asked my husband on our second date. I've asked. Oh my God. Yeah. I I mean, I think because I know that that's a deal breaker for me. I know I want children. And so if you don't want children or you're lukewarm to the idea, this is never going to work. Like that's a deal breaker. So like when he said, you know, he, he wanted kids, it was like, okay, great. We're on the same page. So I don't know. I think it totally depends on the situation and maybe for her it, I think you're right. It's like, hey, we need to know what's up. Where are we going? Yeah. Oh, but it's so heartbreaking. Like, this is probably one of the worst breakups in the show. This makes me so sad. I think this is the worst breakup in the show. Yeah. It's it's sad in that you know that they have chemistry and you want them to be, be it's, together. It's sad when nobody has done anything wrong. Yes. Yes. You know? The other breakups in the show. Yeah. I um I I can't remember when I asked Graham if he if he because like that kids was not something on my radar for a very long time. That's so funny. When I was in my young twenties, I was like, "Fucking hell no!" Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think everybody's just so so different. Like I knew I didn't want kids right then, but like I mean, I guess this. I was young. I guess I was eighteen. Like. I just, I just have always known I wanted to be a mom. Like there's just like not even a question. I will be a mom one way or the other. So I don't know. I think it's very, it it can range for sure. So, um, also by the way, worst breakup spot ever, the middle of the dance floor at a wedding. (laughs) It is, but it's also kind of like, it just makes it even more sad. It makes it even more sad. Not like awkward, but like sad of just like, well, I just guess we just keep dancing. It's like, I oh. know. <laughs> and Richard is so like, it's such a mature breakup. And like, I feel like we're always proud of the, of the friends when they make mature decisions. Right. Yeah. If you're going to break up somebody, do it the right way. I actually have a good girlfriend right now. Shout out. She is handling her situation as best she could be. She got broken up with and they brought their stuff, did it in person. It was not her fault in any way. Acknowledged feelings like they did all the right things, even though it sucked. It's like, if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Don't ghost. Don't do this bullshit of like playing this game, you know? So it's Were a very- they living together. No, they weren't. Oh, they just like brought her stuff. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So that way she didn't have to go down and get it from his apartment. Like they brought it up. So. Ouch. Yeah. It's hard, but it is in the long run so much better. Yeah. Cut it off. Yes. That's enough. Yes. 
All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I keep wanting to say bake. (laughs) Bake. Okay, we are back. Yes. So let's talk about Warren Beatty. Yes, this was a <laughs> this was a little reference that was interesting on the Joey storyline. Yes. So Warren Beatty is the director that gave Joey the feedback about the kissing. Yes. And I was like, who the fuck is Warren Beatty? Mm-hmm. Like I've heard the name, but I'm like, I. I probably have heard it from friends. I have no idea who this man is. This I, is true. I'm this sorry is, to this man. Yes. <laughs> no I'm idea sorry, Warren. Um, but yeah, so his career has spanned over six decades. He has received numerous accolades, including an Academy Award and three Golden Globe Awards. Mm-hmm. So one of them was for Bonnie and Clyde. So makes sense. We have no fucking idea who this man is. No, absolutely not. This was so interesting. The subplot where Joey is kissing a man was intended to be a story about Joey auditioning for the role of an uncircumcised man. And the rest of the group would then come up with various ways of making him look uncircumcised. Mm-hmm. Network censors felt that this subplot would have been tasteless and recommended changing it. Which is interesting because they do it they later. They do it later. They it, do it later. Again with Joey. Yes. It's I love hilarious. that. I think it's a part of me is like, okay, maybe they didn't have the network support because still somewhat newer, although Friends was a hit like right away. They were still kind of like trying to stay... I don't I mean, know. my God, they barely got the lesbian wedding off. Jeez. You know, they're trying not to be too crazy. So maybe they were like, we'll save this one for later. And they do. I'm glad they kept it because it's a funny, it's a funny plot. That plot is so hilarious. I don't think I also recognized like what a, like uncircumcised penises versus circumcised penises are such a conversation in my head <laughs> when I was first watching this, like way back i don't think i recognized that that was such a conversation no 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 no, no. You know not at mean? all now it, it's definitely a it, it's a topic i love to bring it up at dinner parties <laughs> oh god maybe not dinner parties but uh family family events drinking just hanging out that's good that's can good you one. bring that up at thanksgiving please because i need to hear how that oh goes over god. with your mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll be a good one um Oh, this is the final episode with the Rachel haircut. Dun, dun, dun. Which I think is good. It needed to go. It, it's iconic. It's great. But there needs to be a change. And I like season three, Rachel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the the way that her character her, evolves over time. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for season three, fashion Rachel. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so this episode, there's a new Mindy. It's very obvious. Like they couldn't even get kind of close to the other Mindy. They, they are night and day. Why couldn't they get the other Mindy? What happened to Jennifer Gray? Maybe she was too busy. I guess. So it's not Jennifer Gray, the beautiful, amazing Jennifer Gray. It is Jana or Jana Marie Hupp. Which I just looked her up. Like, eh. She has blonde hair in these photos that I'm looking at. But yeah. in this show, she has like black hair. Yeah. So you wouldn't really recognize her. I mean, she's she's been working. I think I saw on her IMDb that she's worked up until 2016 as an actress mm-hmm. um and, you know she's been on a lot she was on the true carry show she it, she's done stuff but it's Independence all day mm, it's all very minor things i mean she's kind of one of those like consistent sub character type a people. journey woman if you will a journey woman i love that so yeah not 
Not our Jennifer Grey. It's a little sad, the inconsistency, but... I always think it's funny when they recast someone, just like, man, that's... did Like, do they think that we're not going to notice or they just don't give a fuck? Yeah, they're like... Well, I mean, it, it, like you said, it could have been one of those things where Jennifer Grey just couldn't do it, wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. and they have no choice. Yeah. So, here we are. Um, okay, so this one's kind of funny. So, the two people that come up to... Uh, Rachel and Ross and are like it's so good to see you up and about again and then she's like that's the third person to say that and she's all weirded out so that's Jackie Bright and Fritzy Burr uh, played the characters of Mr. and Mrs. Weinberg Mm -hmm. respectively Um, both were actually credited in previous episodes for distinct characters so Jackie Bright played the janitor in the one with the birth and oh while Fritzy Burr impersonated Miss Tedlock in the one with the stoned guy. Love that episode. Oh, such a great episode. And she also played a woman in the one where Ross finds out. So, oh, so it's just some extras that have been circulating a little bit. Yeah. Remember how we kind of talk about they use a lot of the same people? Kind right. of like you saw. Um, oh, gosh. Frank Jr. Oh, yeah. Frank Jr. Jun- or Frank Jr. And then, um, oh, my gosh. I'm blanking. Joey's Estelle Leonard. Oh, yeah, um, she was a nurse. She was a nurse. So, yeah, they, they definitely kind of keep it in the family. I didn't catch that. Yeah, love that. Um, and this is also kind of funny. So this doesn't come up until later, but the lead singer in the band at Barry and Mindy's wedding also performs in Chandler and Monica's wedding. He's such a wedding singer. Yay! I love that. So keep an eye out as we get towards keep that. Keep an eye out for this man. Yes, we shall come back to him. Okay, so best friend. I am very curious. Oh, it's got to be Monica. You're going to go Monica? Yeah, she's got to live her truth, man. And like the bravery it takes to be able to say like, look, I want this life with you, but I can't sacrifice the things I know I want that are like true to my core. Yeah. That, that takes so much. I'm not, I, I said Rachel and Monica won for Copacabana because, oh, my yeah. God, start singing in a room full of people. Hell no. Absolutely not. And then Monica for all the reasons you said. Yeah, Rachel's also a really good one because she, I would never agree to do exactly. it in the first place, but she's trying to do the right thing. Never, ever would ever agree to like be the the maid of honor. And like, I know Ross is like, you can just not go, which it's like, okay, we've passed that having done, having done weddings, like knowing if mm-hmm. someone's like, you could just not go. And it's the maid of honor. Like, no, but also no. just like, maybe just don't do it. Right. No kid. Not kidding. Ugh. All right. Who's taking your win? I had a really hard time with this. Who did you pick? It's you're going to be so mad. It's a cop out, but at Barry, I pick Barry. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's such a dick, man. And then, yeah, he is the worst. Like, God, little man syndrome to the nth degree. Yes. Who had 945? It's like, fuck off, dude. Fuck off, bitch. Like, you got rejected and you just want to rub it in her face. And the fact that his parents are spreading this horrible rumor and he just okay, let it happen. Okay, mommy's boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those apron strings are on tight. Those things ain't coming off. Yeah. So. Fuck that yes. guy. Um, I gave this episode a four. That's, I did I too. I really liked it. I do too. I mean, it's. It's a heartbreaking episode. Mm-hmm. It's but it's funny and you got you got the love with Janice and Chandler and you got the Rachel. I mean it's just it it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this episode. So, a 4. Well, to bring it full circle, our guests are really not doing well for the frenemies. They've got like <laughs> 9 votes. They're like they're second. Wow. Out of total it's Ross then guest <laughs> Ross and guest Ross and guest <laughs> and Monica 
I mean, it, it's a good season for it. We'll see how it shakes out the rest of them because I think the <laughs> yeah. the more guests we get to, it's less frenemy mm-hmm. and more possibly our best friend. That's true. I like it. All right, guys. Well, that is our final episode of the season. Before we say goodbye, I would like to give some shout outs to a few of our listeners who I know listen every week. And we just really appreciate you supporting us here at the Pivot Podcast. Um, Shout out to Kyla Michelle. I love you, Oklahoma. Thank you for listening. My mom, who listens dedicated (laughs) every week. I love getting your notes too when I get something wrong. Thank you for that. My sister, Jill, love you. And I just want to say thank you to everyone. Everybody else who is listening supports us and please go follow us on Instagram. I also want to thank my lovely co-host Tiana. Thanks. This has been so fun. You made me look bad. I don't have a list to thank anybody on. That's okay. Uncle Dave. I'll shout out Uncle Dave. <gasps> oh he my texts gosh. me every week. Uncle Dave <laughs> and Aunt Carm, they like our posts. No. Every, oh yeah, Aunt Carm likes our posts. Every, she doesn't listen though. She doesn't listen, but every week she likes our posts and I, I truly appreciate her. Basically, friends and family. I think Chrissy still listens. Let me know if you still listen, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wanted to thank people who really listen and and support us in this endeavor. And of course, my friend Tiana. This has been such a blast and I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else. We'll see you guys for season three sometime in 2024. Yes. Pay attention to our Instagram. There's going to be a lot more updates and some fun going back to season one stuff. So Mm -hmm. follow us there. Thanks for listening to the pivot podcast. Please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Instagram. We are at the pivot pod. You can also email us at don't take my wind at gmail.com with all of your questions, comments, and thoughts and concerns. We'll take them. Fuck it. Bye. Bye.